0: hey guys welcome back to behind the arrow i'm your host paul clinton uh we're back with another episode this is episode number 17 today Uh, i have been slacking again with my content i know i'm a terrible host but i'm trying to get back on track with covid with schools being out children being at home my busy work schedule the girlfriend's busy work schedule while she works from home with the child when i get home from work I'm on uh, child duty, so she needs a break too, I understand that, so I got to do what I can when I get home to help her out, and don't have a lot of time to put effort into the podcast right now, but hopefully that will all change soon. I do really enjoy doing this show for you guys, I enjoy making all the content and getting it out to share it with you guys. Uh, Today's episode, I think we're going to talk a little bit about some shed hunting, Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about how we need to put out a better image of ourselves as outdoorsmen. I know there's a lot of us that do a lot of great work doing that, but there is some of us that just do a shitty job and make us look terrible to some people. Uh, So that's kind of some of the topics I want to cover today. Uh, But first things first, I got to give a shout out to Northbound Apparel, they're making some sweet stuff they're a local company here in ontario so make sure you head on over check them out grab yourself some gear and use the code foresight at at checkout and get yourself hooked up with their sweet sweet shirts the other one is Gotham hunting uh when this summer when you're getting all tuned up for the fall hunting season make sure to head on over to Gotham hunting and get yourself some of their broadheads whether you shoot fixed or mechanical they have a selection of both. Uh, they got some other really cool stuff over there. They got face masks right now, uh, like the, uh, what do you call them, a gator style. It slides over top of your head and around your neck and your face. Since we all have to wear those right now while we're in the stores, why not get one when you get your sweet new broadheads? So head on over to calm check them out, and get yourself set up with their stuff as well. So. I have been out doing some shed hunting this year. Uh, I've been out twice so far. I've made some videos I got on YouTube. My latest one, though, which happened... It was just yesterday. I stumbled upon a couple deer while I was in the woods. Uh, there was a doe and a young yearling, it looked like, together. So I got to sit back, watch, and enjoy them for 15, 20 minutes while they did their thing, cleared the area. Uh, I try not to make too much noise. I didn't want to spook them. I am in their house. I am invading their area so they get the right of way and then I can move on once they are out. But it was a pretty cool experience. I got some really cool footage, some cool photos uh, within like the doe was 20 yards in front of me and she just decided that she wanted to bed down in that area. And she laid down and she chilled. Uh, she made a little scraped away some snow, made herself a little bed, and just lied down while the young one was just browsing around, eating some forage that he could find. So that was really cool to watch. I was super stoked about that. I didn't find any sheds that day, but I got to take all that in. I'd never really been, besides seeing them come by in a tree stand, I've never really got to sit and just watch the deer hang out and do their thing for 20 minutes or so. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, But some, I want to get into some tips and tricks and that kind of stuff for shed hunting uh, To share with you guys to try and help you guys out finding your sheds So I think we'll go that way with this show Uh, Hopefully you guys can find some of the information informative And help you guys find some sheds in the next few weeks Uh, We're getting right about that time I have been seeing online that people are starting to find sheds in my area Uh, We're midway through February right now. It's February 16th today that I'm recording this. So, uh, yeah, We'll share some tips and tricks and see if we can help you guys out in finding some sheds. Alright, so when I'm shed hunting, uh, the place I was at yesterday was actually a new area. Uh, I was out there yesterday and I was out there about three weeks ago. I've never hunted the area, never had trail cameras set up in the area, nothing along those lines. So... It was all new to me, so how I started, and again, this is just what I do, my preferences, the way I like to do things. Some people may think it's wrong, some people may think it's right. Everyone might have a better idea, I don't know. I'm just sharing what I do and my experiences with you guys to help you guys out. Maybe you can grab tidbits of this information to help you. So when I started, uh It's uh, where I was, there's a main walking trail, a lot of people out walking their dogs and that stuff. So I got out there nice and early, before anyone else was out there, and I went out, oh excuse me, and uh, I left the walking trail as soon as I could. It's a 200 acre hunk of county forest that I was in, so got in, got off the walking trail as soon as I could, and just started bushwhacking through the thick stuff. And I ended up, what I was looking for was to start trying to find some deer tracks. If you can find the deer tracks, you know you can follow them and figure out where the deer are, what the deer are doing in that area. So I started just bushwhacking my way through till I found some game trails and some deer tracks. And then I started walking along the tracks. Uh, So what you want to try and find while you're doing this is your best place to really find antlers is going to be bedding areas along these major deer corridors or in feeding locations so once i found that my first set of tracks i knew i could parallel those tracks i don't like walking on the tracks or on the game trails because you don't want to deter the animals from using those areas so i parallel them a couple feet off just so they don't pick me up on their trails even though i'm right beside it but it gives me that little bit of safe space there so i started paralleling that parallel on the track and then you can once you do that even if it's just a single track you'll follow that track to either a feeding area a bedding area or major travel corridors where it is a You can tell that is where they're moving from one area to the next. And then as you find that, you can follow those around to all the different areas. What you got to do is you always got to keep your eyes on the ground. uh, On the ground and a couple steps in front of you. Because deer antlers are going to blend in very, very well to the ground. At this time of year, they might be covered in snow for the most part with a tine tick sticking up or something along those lines or they're just going to look like twigs and sticks on the ground Uh, so you got to look hard but you also got to not look too hard Um, you want to be looking for them but you don't want to be just concentrating on them and everything becoming a blur and looking the same so it's kind of counterintuitive of what you got to do because you got to be looking but you also don't want to be looking too hard it's a fine line You don't want to be tricking your eyes into just thinking, oh, it's another stick. It's very easy to pass by them thinking, oh, it's just a twig and whatever. So once you're on those trails and you got your eyes on the ground, you're looking around, you're looking around, doing what you can, uh, also keep an eye out for other deer sign. Uh, That's one thing I love to use shed hunting for is deer scouting as well. So basically if you're finding deer sheds, you know right near the end of the season next year that this is an area that those deer like to be. So it's another area that you can mark on your GPS's as to where you see a lot of activity and you know that in this area, at the end of the season, it's a good area to come set up if you still got a tag to fill running into late December. Uh, they're gonna This is basically where they're going to be wintering next year as well so make sure you always check out for good sign while you're out there check out for old rubs um they're a good sign too as you're looking around you find those old rubs you know that the deer were active there in the summer they may not be there now or sorry in the fall they may not be there now but you know they were there in the summer when they were leaving those rubs so those are some good points to do. Make sure you use your shed hunting as scouting. You can kind of kill two birds with one stone while you're out in the woods. The other thing is think small. Uh, don't be out there thinking you're going to find that big ten point. It's going to be nice and easy to see. You might find a forky at first or a spike buck at first. Uh, so they're going to be small. Like It's literally just going to look like a dang stick. Um, the other thing is slow down. It's not a race when you're out there use your shed hunting as your getaway it's your time alone in the woods or time with your family or your buddies in the woods like you're not out there for a race just slow down take your time enjoy being in the woods and you will eventually take more in as you slow down it'll help you not blur everything you're not just scanning the ground super quickly and making everything look like a blur so slow your pace down enjoy it Actually pay attention to what you're looking at and pay attention to everything else around you. (sighs) The other thing is, is just keep moving. The more ground you cover, the better your odds are going to be. You can't go out there and just sit there in one little area and think you're going to find all the sheds in the world. They don't always drop them together. We all know that. So you may find one here, but you may find another one. 300, 400 yards away. So you got to keep moving. You got to keep covering ground. Have a plan. Like when you go out, have that plan of where you want to cover, how you want to cover it. Uh, Just walking in a straight line isn't always the best. You want to zigzag back and forth and cover as much ground in that area as you can. It's all little simple things to help you get better at finding these sheds so do what you can um it's a fun activity we all love going out and chasing the deer in the fall so it's another way to get us out and again to help us do our scouting for next year so when you're out there shed hunting just enjoy yourselves the biggest thing is have the like have fun enjoy time with whoever you're with uh, it's a great family activity, especially if you got little ones, because you can get them out in the woods, show them different things, and start teaching them about the wildlife in the woods. Because while you're out there shed hunting, you're going to run into other things. You're going to run into some birds and find some raccoon tracks and squirrels and all that, everything else that's out there. It's a great time to teach the family or other young people that are with you about everything else in the woods, and maybe turn them into outdoorsmen as well. So that's what I got on shed hunting. It's pretty basic stuff. Um, I'm still fairly new at it myself, but these are things that I have found that are working for me and I have success with. So I figured I'd leave that with you guys. You guys can take what you want out of it, see if it helps you at all or whatnot, and uh, go from there. Uh, So the other thing I was talking about in the start that I wanted to talk about today was portraying a good picture of us as outdoorsmen and women Um, there's I know in Belleville right now there's a coyote hunt going on for the month of February Uh, sporting goods stores putting it on there is prizes they have cleared it with the Ministry of Natural Resources here in Ontario they know exactly what's going on they've worked with them they've tweaked some rules and some giveaways and some prizes to make everything fit to what the ministry wants So everything is legal and on the up and up. But I know the animal rights groups have gotten a hold of this and they are running with it hard. Uh, I've seen some uh, articles in the mainstream media about it. I know the headlines in that and the way the mainstream media is going to portray these things is not in the best of light for us as outdoorsmen because they are going to just try and make it I know the one headline I seen was a coyote killing contest. Just the way they put that and the way they word that headline it just makes it seem like we're savages out there killing for fun. We know we're not doing that. We know we're all doing the right thing. We just gotta watch how we portray ourselves to the general public and the media. Uh, we don't want to be losing any more rights and access or whatever as outdoorsmen we have a hard enough fight as it is so we just got to work together and uh keep putting out that good image so the general public knows that we are doing the right thing we are working like we follow our rules everything's done on the up and up and we're not just out causing hell and killing animals for fun we know that's not what we're doing um to go a lot right along with this and losing access and rights as hunters i know in the u.s there's a big thing going on in many different states with a bear hunt right now um california just beat a bill that was trying to cancel their bear hunts i know vancouver here in canada they've lost a grizzly or british columbia sorry and canada has lost the uh grizzly bear hunts i think that happened a year or two years ago i know new jersey right now last i heard from them their governor had made it illegal to hunt black bears on state-owned land, but it was still legal to hunt them on private land. So it's just one way that we're losing access. Washington right now, I believe, is fighting a black bear hunting bill, uh, trying to take their black bear hunting away. So it's a thing that we're always going to have to fight against and something we always got to work together to keep... um Keep us looking good so we can keep these rights and accesses that we have we don't want to lose anymore so that's really all i got for you guys today thank you for tuning in uh be sure to head on over to my instagram foresight underscore outdoors uh, youtube foresight outdoors and make sure you check out all that cool content as well i'm working harder and harder now that i can to get more and more content up between the podcast YouTube, Instagram, all that fun stuff. I'm working hard to get more guests on. If you want to be a guest on the show, leave me a comment, send me a message on Instagram or whatever, and we'll get you on the show. If you got some cool stories, hunting stories to share, some tips, any knowledge you want to pass along, hunting, fishing, outdoors, anything like that, we will bring you on the show and we will have a cool conversation, sharing the information that we can. And uh, yeah, I'll put a link tree in the show notes with links to all of my stuff. And just make sure you check it out. Hit subscribe, hit follow, like some stuff, send it off to your friends, uh, leave some comments. Let's get everyone involved and help make this content to what everyone wants to see, hear, and listen to. And we'll go from there. So thank you very much for checking us out and tuning in please, please, please subscribe to everything and uh, yeah, we'll keep growing, thank you.